ages ago, when people didn't know how to make fire, a god supplied them with the element. The people loved the god for this, but a jealous god desired the people's love. The jealous god asked the people's god for fire, but was denied. The jealous god stole the sacred flame and fled. However, the deity couldn't control the element, causing fires to spread across the land, which threatened people and created monsters. The people's god confronted the jealous god, reclaimed his sacred flame, and stopped the raging fires. The jealous god was shunned, cursed, and despised. The jealous god's name was Aswang, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, Episode 16, The Philippines' Shapeshifting Vampire, Aswang, Part 2. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro. Listeners, follow us on Twitter or Instagram and share us with your friends and family. This week, we'll cover the Aswang's history, influence, and shoutouts to some of our fans. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, the Aswang. Our opening story was a tale about the first time a swang appeared in folklore. While there doesn't seem to be a connection between the Aswang god and the creature, there is a connection of a swang's original meaning, which was an umbrella term for things evil and bad. Now, it's believed the creature's weakness is salt and garlic. Because of this, the creature's name is believed to come from combining the Tagala words for salt, asin, and garlic, bawang. I included the Aswang's salt weakness in writing last week's opening story. I'd also like to point out that there's another Philippine creature known as the mananango. It's common for people to combine the Aswang and mananango, but they are two different creatures. The Aswang was recorded by Spanish explorers in the 1500s. The Spanish saw the Philippines as a pagan civilization, so they established settlements to spread Catholicism. However, Filipinos refused to reform and left the Spanish settlements to join forest villages. This weekend, the Spanish settlements, which were attacked at night by freedom fighter raids led by women. The Spanish did a few things to combat this. First, it's believed they spread stories that Aswang were living in the forest disguised as the freedom-fighting women. The Spanish also murdered villagers and dressed their bodies like they were victims of an Aswang. Then, stories were told about the Aswang's involvement with the battle between Lucifer and the archangel Michael. This story goes that after their fight, Lucifer was cast into hell with his followers, and the angels who did not pick a side to fight on became a swang. This last part makes the effectiveness of churches, holy water, and holy symbols questionable against the aswang. But these Spanish tactics worked. 
the Filipinos strengthened the settlements, and the female-led freedom fighters were defeated. These Aswang tactics were used again during World War II. See, Filipinos spread stories about the Aswang to scare Japanese from invading. And in the political realm, unpopular candidates like the Philippine president Ferdinand Marcos and his first lady Imelda Marcos were labeled Aswangs. As a side note, the Marcos stole billions from the government and fled to Hawaii. But that's a story for another time. Still to come, your featured song, Hawaiian Word, and shoutouts to some of our fans, but now, a story. The following is a Legends from the Pacific original story, and is based on cultural testimony. Roosters crowed as the hungry Aswang returned to her hut. The rising sun weakened her. Her stomach growled from another unsuccessful night of hunting, and her mouth stung from the salt thrown at her by an old woman from another village. The Aswang's village stirred. She drooled thinking about the sweet meats she missed eating and longed for the taste of a child. Her hunger was so powerful, she could smell a child's intoxicating scent. Someone cleared their throat. The Aswang spun into the hut's shadows and faced the sound. A wide-eyed little girl stood in the doorway. The creature covered her grinning mouth and beckoned the child. The girl entered. The creature tried controlling herself. But bursts of laughter erupted as the girl approached. The Aswang touched the child's hair. The sensation caused the creature's skin to prickle. The child looked into the creature's bloodshot eyes and was perplexed at her upside-down reflection. It'd be so easy, the creature thought. I'd devour you before the rooster crows again. She realized her claw on the child was about to puncture the girl's soft skin. The creature snatched her claw and darted back into the shadows. The child's mouth dropped open as she gazed into the darkness. It'd be so easy, the creature thought, as she motioned the child towards a table cluttered with bottles. The child went to the table picked up a familiar container and faced the approaching creature. The child's scent was overpowering the Aswang. I mustn't, the creature thought, as her breathing flared her nostrils. If the child doesn't return with the final treatment, her sick parent will rally the village against me. The creature nodded to the girl. The child went to the door, but stopped in its frame. What are you doing? The creature thought as she backed into the shadows. The child reached for something outside the hut. The creature prepared herself to attack the child. The child produced a sack. It moved and clucking came from it. The child tossed a sack before the Aswang. The creature shredded the sack. There was an explosion of feathers as it devoured the chicken. The creature hated eating anything other than humans, but focused on the child's scent while consuming the poultry. 
the creature returned to her shadows as the frightened girl ran home with the medicine and the rooster crowed. Coming up is your featured song, Hawaiian Word, and shoutouts to some of our fans. Listeners, follow us on Twitter or Instagram and share us with your friends and family. Today, plays about the Aswang have romanticized the creature. There's also the Maria Labo, urban myth about an Aswang-like creature and is one of the many films based on the Aswang. Aswang also appeared in comic books, video games, and TV. Now, I know it might surprise some of you, but I'm a fan of the television show Grimm and was pleasantly surprised when the Aswang made an appearance. Filipinos have grown to embrace the Aswang and held an Aswang festival. However, the festival was shut down by the church because over 80% of the Philippine population are Catholics, which is a product of the Spanish tactics from the 1500s. But Aswang sightings existed before Spanish explorers and continue till today. There's a very serious medical disorder associated with the Aswang, which affects innocent people. I feel the need to bring this to everyone's attention. However, listeners might find the following disturbing. So, listener discretion is advised. Okay, it's been discovered that some people who the villagers claimed were Aswang were carriers of a rare genetic disorder known as X-linked dystonia Parkinsonism, also known as X. D.P., or Lubag Syndrome. This began as a mutation generations ago. The X-linked dystonia Parkinsonism lies dormant until the carrier reaches their 30s or 40s, and there is no cure. This disorder causes your muscles to involuntarily spasm and cramp, and worsens to the point where the individual cannot walk or talk, and all they can do is thrash around. Now, I know we've all had muscle cramps, and I can't imagine the pain of experiencing that throughout your body. There's also videos about this, and it's really heartbreaking to see these poor individuals suffer. While there is a cure in the works, many don't see this as a viable investment because if there was a cure, these people could not afford it. The only thing these people have is their community. However, once the carriers exhibit symptoms, they become embarrassed because they have no control over their bodies and their disjointed movements. It's common for their community to shun them out of fear because they believe they're Aswang. Because of this, carriers die of malnutrition or commit suicide or even be killed by their own community. Because symptoms don't appear until later in life, the disorder has already been passed onto the carrier's children, and the cycle continues. While some listeners might mock this as ignorance, I'm reminded of what Percival Bidora said, which I feel would make an awesome Legends from the Pacific mantra. Percival said, Too much belief in the supernatural makes us ignorant, but too much reliance on science and logic make us arrogant. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. And speaking of which, I'd like to give a big mahalo out to our fans on Twitter and Instagram, especially Lisa, Pete Sordas, Spooky Soul, and Unicorn D 
for helping spread the word about us. From our listener feedback, aloha to Rocky, our New Zealand listener who wrote in expressing how impressed he was with our first episode about Pele and looks forward to episodes about New Zealand. Mahalo Rocky for taking the time to write in. I hope we continue to impress you. And yes, those episodes are on the way. Aloha to Michael, who also expressed his enjoyment of our show and looks forward to our episodes involving the Pacific Northwest. Mahalo, Michael, for taking the time to write in. And yes, those episodes are also on the way. Wrapping things up with Apple Podcast, an extremely big Mahalo Nui Loa goes out to the Bat Jess for not only giving us five stars, but also took the time to write us a glowing review. Thank you very much, the Bat Jess. I hope you continue enjoying our show, and I'm glad you experienced us during a rainy day. If you've looked at the books I've written on our website, you might say I'm a fellow fan of The Bat. I do miss being a panelist at Comic-Con, but that's a story for another time. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Aloha Spirit by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Eli Eli. Eli Eli means black, but there are other words that mean different shades of black. An example for Eli Eli is my cat's color is Eli Eli. Once again, Eli Eli is Hawaiian for black. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and ahui ho. The Aloha spirit is something I believe in. The Aloha spirit is more than just a feeling. The Aloha spirit is in everything around you. The Aloha spirit when you're lost. It'll find you, yeah, like giving you